Hello and welcome back to 50 States, 50 Murders, the podcast taking you, the listener, on an auditory road trip across all 50 states while discussing 50 different murders. We hope everyone had a fun and safe 4th of July this week. Due to the holidays, episode 14 will be dropping next week. This week we'll be hosting a 4th of July special, discussing several states with significant 4th of July celebrations, as well as several murders that have taken place on the holiday. Again, thanks everyone for tuning in this week. Uh, as Dakota mentioned, we're going to be doing a Independence Day 4th of July mini-sode special. Re- real quick, we'll dive in with a quick history of the 4th of July. I, th- I think it's pretty explanatory, but nonetheless, Independence Day is a federal holiday in the United States. The founding Fathers, which we're going to talk about later in this episode, basically they decided, hey, we're declaring our 13 colonies uh, free from the monarch of Britain, King George III, F. King George. We Fuck are Britain. Yeah, F. Britain. We are officially united, free, and independent. I think I can say that because we don't have any England. We do have a couple, or at least one listener in France. I've noticed that, which is crazy. Okay, and one in Russia. Oh, okay, okay. Shout out to our uh, international listeners. I wonder if uh, Britain is like. If what they do on the 4th of July, like they hate it. No, I, I've noticed that some countries do. Um, Ireland, they celebrate 4th of July because we're they're like top ally. And there's a, there's yeah. a couple other small countries that actually celebrate the 4th with Hell us. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. Ever, I, I'd like to think that it's worldwide, just celebrating 4th of July. It's as, it's as American as it gets. The Congress voted to approve the independence actually on July 2nd. But the Declaration of Independence was completed two days later on uh, July 4th. So Independence Day, it's commonly associated with things such as fireworks, parades, BBQs, which we'll talk about, you know, picnics, all, all kinds of cool stuff. Basically, like I said, it's just, it's American as it gets. Fire up the grill, set off some fireworks. Pretty cool day, all in all. I mean, I think me and you both can agree on this. Used to love 4th of July as a kid. Uh, as an adult, as a dog owner, nah, not as much. I don't love it as much as I used to. I mean, without the dog, last night, having to go to sleep to go to work, I they didn't stop until 11 p.m. Yeah, I uh, I was always one of those guys that thought it was corny when people complain about fireworks. Like, you know, it's it's part of the tradition, just let it be. And then we rescued a dog who's terrified of fireworks, and yeah, I, it's rough. Me and you both, we went over to my aunt's house for the 4th, had a cookout, did a little swimming. I think that's what it's all about, though. Besides that, did you have any uh, 4th of July plans? What did your day consist of? I went to my parents' house after your aunt's and uh, laid down with the dog and took a nap. Okay. It wasn't planned, but it was welcomed. Okay. Uh, We also have a friend whose dad hosts a 4th of July cookout every year. And it's just all out. I mean... Yeah, it's the only acceptable fireworks in my life. Yeah, I don't know how much money is dropped, but it's it's a pretty penny. So now that we've uh, discussed the history and we gave you guys a little backdrop on what we did, hopefully you guys had a great time on 4th of July. As always, this is a travel slash murder podcast. So I'm going to kick us off. I have four states 
that have unique July 4th celebrations. So if you are someone who enjoys traveling and if you are someone who enjoys Independence Day, potentially you could uh, check out one of these four cities yeah, in the future. I can't wait to tie in some murders to your celebrations. Oh, yeah. We have to tie in the murder. So uh, let's kick us off with New York City. A booking.com lists New York City as the top location to spend and celebrate the 4th of July here in the United States. While they detail many different reasons to, to spend Independence Day in the Big Apple, the biggest draw is the Macy's firework display. So before the sun goes down, it's recommended to head to Central Park for the barbecue. Now, this is something I learned. Uh, it's actually illegal to cook out in Central Park for 364 days of the year. However, on the 4th of July, the one day of the year, you're more than welcome to bring your grill, your Blackstone, charcoal, propane, uh, open fire. Probably not open fire, but I mean, you know, you can do whatever you want. Fire up the grill for the one day of the year in Central Park where it's okay to do so. I didn't know they were the number one spot for 4th of July. Everyone knows New York City uh, New Year's, but no, I didn't know about the 4th of July. Yeah, Mace- never heard anyone say, "Hey, I want to go to New York City on Fourth July." Yeah, it was interesting to me. I that, that one really surprised me. I, I know they do a Macy's Day Parade for Thanksgiving. I wasn't aware of the Macy's Day fireworks. Something to check out in the future if you're uh, in New York City around the Fourth July. Next up, we have Washington D.C. It's the nation's capital, and it's also listed as a hot spot for Independence Day. Of course, the city hosts a firework display after the sun goes down. However, it's the events during the day that makes D.C. special. There are plenty of different military ceremonies and drills displayed for the public. Along with these processions, the streets are filled with food trucks, picnics, uh, the picnics at the Washington Monument. There's live music and something I thought was kind of cool, a free concert from the National Symphony Orchestra. So I, I threw this one on here. I think this is probably something that's a little bit more up your alley. We did D.C. one time, me, you, and our buddy Justin. We didn't get to spend a lot of time there. I'm sure in our travels, come our regular episodes, we'll do a DC episode. It's not a city that you can just rush through in like a half a day. No, we spent a good chunk of the day, probably 10 a.m. to 4, 4 p.m. And we didn't, we didn't even hit any museums. I was just walking to places. Yeah, but I mean, it was cool. I think that for DC, I think it'd be really cool to see like the military ceremonies. I know that they have the uh, unknown soldier changing of the guard, changing of the guard. I think that's something that would kind of make DC a little bit unique from the other cities I'm going to talk about when it comes to Fourth of July. Next up, we have Boston, Massachusetts. So again, if if you're a fan of history, then I think that these next two uh, locations I'm going to put are going to be uh, towards the top for your list here. So up first. Like I said, Boston, Massachusetts. Boston was one of the most instrumental cities in America when it comes to battling for and declaring independence. Uh, I'm sure most of you know we had the Boston Tea Party, where we took all of Britain's tea, said we ain't paying taxes no more, just threw it in the harbor. So uh, Boston was pretty instrumental in our independence. But on the 4th in Boston, there's plenty of different reenactments on display, live music, uh, their speeches. And, of course, fireworks. Boston's fireworks are displayed over the Charles River, infamously known as the Boston Pops Firework Display. And their show also includes cannon fire. So I I thought that was kind of cool. It's kind of like tying in the history, bringing the cannons back. I don't know what a cannon firework looks like, but uh, I'm sure it's pretty cool. Be something to check out. 
And likewise with DC, there's a ton of food trucks that serve up Boston's cuisines. Have you ever been to Boston? No. Boston's really cool. I spent I spent uh, half a day in Boston. Again, same thing with DC. I'd like to go back one day when I had more time to uh, check it out because I think there's a lot to do, a lot to see. It's like a really historical city. I feel like it's up your alley. I think you'd like it, honestly. Last one here for me. If we're discussing 4th July, the celebration of America's independence current day, and tying in our country's history, and we have to include the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on our list. So for anyone who may not be familiar, after winning the war and becoming an independent nation, our Declaration of Independence was filled out and signed in 1776 here in the city of Philadelphia. So as you can imagine, 4th of July is a pretty big deal in Philly. In Philly, there are week-long celebrations for Independence Day. Celebrations embrace history, and they include music, parades, food, free concerts, and, of course, fireworks. Firework display takes place over the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Any interest? <laughs> uh, no, no, and we'll discuss why. Okay. Per booking.com, these cities that I have just mentioned are among the most booked every year for Independence Day. So... If you've listened to this and you've decided that we've swayed you into any of these cities for the holidays next year, be sure to book those as soon as possible. Dakota, that's the history as well as some cities that'd be fun to check out. I'm going to throw it over to you. We are a murder podcast, and I have to imagine that there are certainly some 4th of July related murders in the past. Of course. Now, let me tie in everything you just said to some some famous murders and some non-famous murders. So... Three of the five founding fathers that signed the Declaration of Independence that went on to be presidents died on July 4th. Oh, interesting. Our second president, John Adams, died on July 4th, 1826, at the age of 90. R.P. Same exact day, our third president, Thomas Jefferson, died at 83. R.P. Then five years later, our fifth president, James Monroe, died. Hmm. R.I.P. Conspiracy? No, I don't think so. Oh, coincidence. I mean, John Adams is 90 years old, and I, I think he died of, like, pneumonia or something. Okay, just a coincidence then. Yeah, they're they're all old. Okay. So, July 4th is also the leading day for mass shootings in America. Mm-hmm. Americans love their guns. They love to Hell shoot yeah. off guns. Shoot off sometimes, fireworks, shoot off guns. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's just an accident, I guess. Yeah. So, this year... Three have made national news of mass shootings. We have Baltimore. They had their festivities on Sunday. 30 people were shot. Mm. Only two of them were killed. Okay. So, R.I.P. So they didn't... They don't have a high percentage there. Okay, yeah. Um, on the 4th, Philadelphia... Oh, shout out to Philly. They had a shooting at a 4th of July celebration that killed five and wounded two. Mm. While Texas had a shooting near Fort Worth where three were killed and eight more injured. And something I just pulled up before we started, Washington, D.C. also oh. had a shooting. Nine people were shot, and including two minors. Two kids were shot. Oh, are these all from this 4th of July that literally just happened? Yes. Oh, man. This is live. This is uh, today's news. Okay. We're recording on the 5th so, yeah. right now. So, okay, as of the 5th. Okay. Yeah, and so to mention, a mass shooting is classified as when there are four more people shot. Mm. So we had four, like I had, I had three on the list, but then DC popped up on on my news. So we had four major mass shootings happen on one day. 
Okay. I mean, it's definitely sad, but I almost, I'm starting to feel like mass shootings is about as American as it gets as well. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I, I'm going to, I'm going to follow that up with, uh, with a mass shooting. Okay. Uh, our first murder I want to talk about last July 4th, uh, the Highland Park parade shooting. Now the shooting began around 10:14 in downtown Highland Park in Illinois. Uh, the shooter is firing a rifle from a rooftop of a cosmetic building, a local store where the parade was happening. Right. Uh, the gunman gained access to the elevated position by using a ladder that he attached to the building, or that was that was attached to the building. Uh, seven people were killed in that. Forty-eight were others were injured by bullets or shrapnel during the attack. And I'm sure you've seen videos of this last year of uh, the parade going down. You just hear shots rolling yeah. off. So our perpetrator was 21-year-old Robert Eugene Cremo third, mm. And he was arrested eight hours after the shooting happened. Now, he had a history of run-ins with the laws that provide warning signs um, that could have possibly prevented this. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Sure. Uh, there was a 911 call in April of 2019 reporting that he tried to commit suicide. And later on that year, September 2019, police were called to his house and they seized 16 knives, a dagger, and a sword where uh, he was threatening to kill everyone in his family. Oh, okay. And I do remember seeing a TikTok video. Well, it was on TikTok. It was uh, footage of the SWAT team pulling up to his house. And uh, if only he would have stayed in jail, the shooting wouldn't have happened. Oh, his dad denied he was threatening anyone that, at the time. And he also said there were no warning signs that he would commit a shooting. And five months later, his dad was actually arrested for aiding the purchase of the gun that was used in the shooting. Mm, Cremo the second. Yeah, so we had, a, we had an enabler in his uh, father. Now, our the second murder... Uh, a 20-year-old college student named Megan Barroso was out celebrating July 4th in 2019, or 2001, sorry. And she left a friend's house after 2 a.m. was never seen alive again. Her car was found on the highway abandoned, and upon further investigation, police found bullet holes throughout and blood on the seat. Uh, the car was a rental and was installed with a device or kind of like a plane's black box. Yeah. And recordings allowed police to know that she was actually chased down and shot by another driver. Uh, police had no leads in the case until a different case of a serial rapist helped shed some, some clues. Um, a man named Vincent Sanchez, he had been arrested for a burglary, and while in prison, he called a friend to throw away some of his personal belongings. Instead of throwing them out, the friend took him to police. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, these invites... Items included some recordings linking them to the rapes and a jacket that was similar to the one that Megan wore the night she went missing. Uh, after her body was found a month later, there was a glitter found in his truck that matched her hair. Mm. He ended up being sentenced to death for the murder and 14 counts of sexual assault in the other cases. But after he was sentenced, California abolished the death penalty, so now he's just in prison for life. Of course. Okay. And the final murder I want to talk about was Sue Marshall and Melinda Marshall. Sue and her 13-year-old daughter, Melinda, went missing July 4th, 1995. Uh, On the evening of July 5th, the partially submerged vehicle of Sue was found in a pond in rural uh, Wayne County. 
there is a piece of fern strip wedged by in the gas pedal that allowed the the car to go into the the pond without being drove. I, I'm not sure really what that is. Okay. But unfortunately, there was no signs of Melinda or Sue in the car or the pond. Hmm. There was, however, blood in the vehicle believed to belong to the woman and her child. Three days later, on July 8th, another pond about a mile away from where the car was found was searched, and police found a duffel bag that contained the charred and badly decomposed remains of two people. The cause of death was very evident. One had been shot twice in the head, while the other three times. The bodies were then set on fire and then were disposed of. A 32 caliber shell casing was found in the duffel bag, and a 32 caliber bullet was found inside one of the bodies. Police were looking into Sue's ex-husbands at the time, and I say husbands, husbands. because she had five of them. Oh, man. She was 38 years old and had five ex-husbands. Yikes. So she she was a bit of a troublemaker. Uh, police actually thought it maybe was a drug deal gone bad because she was really bad into drugs. Uh, the father of her children and her second husband was the main suspect because of the children, of course. The, okay. the, the kid was killed along with her. She had an 18-year-old kid and the, the 13-year-old girl. They uh, they ended up clearing his name. They did, however, make an arrest not for their murder, but a theft with her first husband, who was married for 10 days to her oh. when they were 21. And in doing so, in, in the search that uncovered more than just the auto parts that he was suspected of stealing, police found a gun that matched the bullets, a thirty two caliber gun, Um and then along with that, they found some of the same strip thing that I mentioned that was uh, used on the gas pedal. Okay. Now, lastly, they found human hair and bones mm. in uh, in a fire pit in the back. Smart. And they're, they're burned to death. Well, they were killed before them, but then burned. And uh, Neil's, the, guy, the guy's name, didn't attempt to get rid of anything, including their personal belongings. They found Melinda's keys and like a a jacket or something of or um Sue's keys sorry and Melinda's jacket and it's kind of crazy but this dude in court flipped out when he was convicted of the murder he spit on the prosecutor started swearing at the judge kicked over a table and the judge was like you know what fuck you you're getting death penalty oh nice I like but that. the new governor of Illinois in 2003 uh, decided okay. to get rid of the death penalty sure okay so our two two of our murders today were sentence of death and then overturned they got rid of the death penalty which is bullshit so the, this guy's in in prison for the rest of his life i include a little picture to show you this uh facial hair yeah never seen some shit like this in my life yeah wow that's a wicked uh chin strap i guess i don't even know if you want to call it a chin strap wow what a move kind of tying that in i guess we're uh we're gonna start really trying to utilize our tiktok we're going to do like our episodes. We'll like post photos and stuff. So when we talk about photos, you guys can check it out as well in there. Uh, for this one, I'm going to definitely include this picture. Got to. Got to. What a, uh, I can't even explain it. I'd have to just say go to our TikTok and check out this guy's facial hair. It's wild. Okay. So with all that being said, 4th of July, great time. Lots of explosions, but uh, it's dangerous out there. You got to always be careful. You never know. Never know when someone's going to pull out a gun and just start shooting. Yeah. I mean, I think there's just so many, uh, you know, loud explosions, loud bangs, fireworks. 
and it's almost like was that a gunshot no it's just fireworks don't it's be silly every, every year um i'm on the renap for Akerney and um canton yeah and uh last night in akron someone was like that definitely was not a firework <laughs> that was definitely a gunshot right but you really never know though i mean it it's certainly can be i mean from what we've just discussed a lot of a lot of murder on Fourth of July. So next time you're uh you hear a loud bang, it, it might not be fireworks. It could be a gunshot. Who knows? All right, so we'll go ahead and close us out here again. That was our Independence Day special. We'll be back to episode fourteen next week. What state are we heading to next week? South Carolina. I knew that because I was researching today. Right. We'll Not be. the actually I wasn't researching the murders. I found a pretty cool uh TikTok for small towns and states oh. that I need to share with you so okay. you can uh step try my game up a little persuade bit. Some some people other than me, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Again, we hope you all had a fun, safe fourth of July. And uh if you are a fan of Fourth of July and you like traveling, be sure to check out the four cities we mentioned at the top of our episode. Lastly, we want to continue to thank you, the listener, as always, for tuning in each and every week as we continue to cover a new state as well as a murder case that happened to take place there. Be sure to like and subscribe and follow and tune in for next week's episode. Thank you.